Hang on tight. Fish Talk Radio is about to take you on a fishing adventure. You're about to go places you have even yet to desire and revisit familiar favorites with live, on-the-water expert insider tips. Now, sit up straight, pay attention, take notes, and join the party for a blue water, white water, and calm water adventure. Check out fish tips and trips online at fishtalkradio.com. And now, the all-natural attitude adjustment. This is John Hennigan in studio. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio, and we have, of course, our favorite um, other host, which is in uh, La Paz right now, uh, Mike Ritz, a.k.a. The Grizz. Uh, Certainly famous in in my mind, and he's uh, actually being uh, pretty well received around the world. But, Mike, what I'd like to talk about today is some of the things you've been up to that I know you've been up to in the last week. And I've, you've been t- had a lot of people from the states going down, and you've been taking them fishing and allowing them to have a trip of a lifetime each and every day they go out. But give us an idea. First of all, rooster fish. Those are very much sought after, but the amount of anglers that fish or go to Baja and fish, the ones that actually catch and release, of course, a rooster uh, percentage-wise is extremely small. So why don't you give us an idea a little bit about rooster fish, how to catch them, and why it is that they're not easy to catch. Well, John, first of all, I want to thank you for having me back on the show. It's always a pleasure. And yes, John, all the last week I was very busy. I had Todd from Outdoor Life and Saltwater Fishing Magazine with me, and I had Scott from uh, Outdoor Canada with me, and then I had Rick from uh, Fishhound. So all of them wanted to catch a rooster fish, so we set out to do it. None of them had ever fished for them before, and they all wanted, of course, they all wanted the biggest that was possible. And we managed to do that. We got three roosters over 80 pounds, and we got four over 50 pounds. Hey, Grizz? Yeah. Um, you know what? I don't think we're going to have enough time to get into the roosters themselves because we're getting short on time. We're going to save that for a little bit later in the program, and we'll keep everybody teased up for that. We're going to come back in a minute, and we're going to go ahead and talk about terrafin, and we're going to be talking about roosters during the show. So we appreciate you hanging in there. You're listening to Fish Talk Radio. We'll be right back with you. Honey, that sounds like rain. Hey, woman, get me young as this goat. Are you ready for a whale-watching adventure? The Santa Barbara Channel is known as one of the best whale-watching areas in the world. Over 27 species of whales, dolphins, and porpoises come here throughout the year, and there's no better way to spend time with these wonderful animals than aboard the high-tech Condor Express. Bring the whole family for an unforgettable whale-watching adventure. The Condor Express is Santa Barbara's premier charter boat for whale-watching, island excursions, sunset cruises, and private charters. Call Sea Landing at 882-0088 to book your trip. We'll see you on the Condor Express. Isle Mirada, a 90-minute drive south of Miami in the Florida Keys, is known to be the sport fishing capital of the world. Migratory game fish, fishing the flats, inshore, and blue water, the fishing experience is incredible. The Holiday Isle Resort is the premier resort in Isle Mirada and the only resort with a full-service marina. Also, 143 rooms, 7 bars, 3 restaurants, 22 charter captains, and a friendly staff. 
To book or learn more about your dream trip in the best of the keys, visit HolidayIsle.com. Have the best at a great price. Mention Fish Talk Radio to get $200 resort credit with a three-night stay. Call 800-327-7070. That's 800-327-7070 to book this very special Fish Talk Radio package. Call 800-327-7070. That's 800-327-7070. Contact HolidayIsle.com. That's HolidayIsle.com. In Santa Barbara since 1949, McConnell's has made super premium ice cream with a guarded secret method of old world technology using only local fresh cream, eggs, and sugar. There are no artificial ingredients or stabilizers. A container of McConnell's ice cream can weigh almost twice that of its competitors because of the rich creamy flavor and texture. You will understand the difference with your first taste and you will know why the Los Angeles Times named it the best of the best. Ask your retailer for McConnell's fine ice cream. Local fishing at its finest is aboard the Stardust. Day and half day trips on Stardust sport fishing are a family affair. Find out what it's like to view Santa Barbara from the water while you are catching dinner. See whales, dolphins, and Channel Islands up close. Spotless boat and friendly crew are perfect for beginner or expert. Get aboard with Jason Diamond and his crew on Stardust sport fishing, operating at a sea landing in the Santa Barbara Harbor. Clover Pass Resort, Ketchikan, Alaska, is in the heart of the salmon capital of Alaska. Walk a few yards to the dock and throw a line at king, silver, or pink salmon. Just a 90-minute direct flight from Seattle. You can be in your boat fishing the day you arrive. The calm waters at Clover Pass hold schools of salmon as well as halibut and rockfish. Clover Pass offers all-inclusive fishing packages starting under $1,000. For more information, call John at 877-FISHRAP. That's 877-FISHRAP. Sitting on a bucket with a fishing pole. I'm driving a line through an icy hole. I know you're down there. I know you're down there. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we also have in our other studio in La Paz, The Grizz, uh, a.k.a. Mike Ritz, uh, well-known on ASOBonline.com, Adventures South of the Border, and he's been very busy. We're going to be talking to him also about some of the expeditions that he's been going on with. And we have someone else on the line that's got some great information for us, and we have Jeff Gammon from Terrafin. And Jeff, first of all, uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce Terrafin, what it is and how to use it. Uh, Grizz knows what it is. He was just asking you about it, and I've used it. It works great, but why don't you tell us exactly what it is and why every person, especially in the saltwater, needs to be able to use it. Well, briefly, John, what it is is uh, we, we provide satellite data from the, from the NOAA weather satellites, and what we're looking at are images of the, uh, the offshore waters. So what we're trying to see there with using the satellite data are the temperature breaks, the changes in temperature, um, the edges there, the chlorophyll charts, which will show you the water color change, clarity change, so when you're looking for that green water, blue water, and that's the general idea is we're, we're looking for those edges. Now we provide service for all the U.S., Mexico, Central America, um, Alaska, Hawaii, a lot of areas. But the, the, the reason that the guys use this is uh, it's a big ocean, you know, and you're, if, unless you're, you're fishing along the beach or you're 
fishing some known structure, bottom fishing. When you're fishing offshore, the structure is the water. So it's the edges, those boundaries of the currents and boundaries where the temperature breaks, where you've got the warm, clean water on one side, the cool, nutrient-rich water on the other. That's where all the activity is going to be. So if you want to narrow down a big ocean, uh, that's what the service is for. And it works. It does work. Uh, Grizz, I know know that you're familiar with it, but... Um, you know, a couple of things to, to talk about that is that it, it, you're right, it is a big ocean. And what it's really designed for, I think, either the night before, because normally water doesn't change in a matter of minutes, but the night before or early in the morning before you go out, if Grizz is in La Paz and he's going to head out into the open water, he might want to take a look at that and see where he's going to go. Well, you know, to me, it's like my Bible. Uh, I've been using it ever since I've had the opportunity to use it. And it doesn't matter where I'm going. If I'm going up to Mag Bay, I'm checking water in Mag Bay. I'm checking not only, you know, you say offshore. Uh, I beg to differ. I use it in estuaries also. Hmm. I can see where those currents are coming in in the backwaters and the lagoons and the estuaries to see where things are moving for fly fishing, uh, like for halibut and stuff like that. I mean, I actually use it for everything. And if I don't have it, I go out in a very bad mood and (laughs) worried about it. Because once you get to know this and how to, it works. I mean, it's, you know, they did a deal about a credit card once. Don't leave home without it. <laughs> well, that's what I feel about the report. Uh-huh. I do not go fishing without it. You have to have it. Hmm. Well, that's well, a pretty good endorsement there, Jeff. I, I, I'm liking this a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I agree with you, too, about the, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't just talk about offshore because a, a lot of guys do use it inshore, like you say, looking at a small piece of the coast, trying to pinpoint an area to fish halibut or bass or... Or rooster fish. Rooster fish, too, yeah. What do you look for for the roosters? The warm water where it meets, exactly like you said, you know, there's always two currents. There's a warmer water and then there's that uh, greenish water, you know, that line. Yeah. And I fish that line, and I will always catch fish. Because, you know, the bait fish are on the greenish side in the, in the dirty water, and then where that blue butts up against it, that's where it's happening. Right, because that, that clean blue water where the, uh, where the pelagic fish like to travel has no food in it. So that's, that's right, to those edges. That's where the food is. So you find the food. Um, it's just like out. anything else. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to find people, look at a good restaurant. <laughs> find the food. <laughs> right, and it doesn't have to be the clean clean blue restaurant either. That dirty yeah. green water mm-hmm. will hold a lot of fish. It'll be somewhere near the edge. Mm-hmm. But if that's where the food is, the fish are going to be in there. You know, all my tournaments, that's what I look for. I look for where the what I call trash water meets blue water, and it will never, and I repeat, never let you down. Sailfish, marlin, uh, Maui Maui, or dolphin, or dorado, whatever you call it, every species will follow that line. 
And how do you follow that line? With your equipment, with that thing there. That tells you where it is, because otherwise you just run around out there in the ocean and try to find it. I mean, it's not something easy, but you guys have made it easier for us. Well, if it's there, we try to show it, you know, and it's not always that easy because if you, as you said, you fish out of La Paz a lot, you know, sometimes it's just miles and miles of clean blue water and you just got to find something a little bit different. Mm -hmm. um, this last season, there's been all that green water in, uh, in the East Cape pushing out about 15, 20 miles, and it's made for just great fishing along the edges of that. Uh, Jeff, uh, one other thing also is it's not just the uh, chlorophyll uh, and even the temperatures, but a lot of times when you go out farther out, uh, you might be looking at uh, just temperature breaks as opposed to the chlorophyll. So that, you know, if you can, because as most in fishing and hunting and anything else, you're usually fishing the ridges or the edges or the, or the structure. And when you go out, it makes it easier to find where those breaks are, even, even if it's all blue water. Right, and in that case, then you turn to the the boundaries. It, you know, whatever boundaries you can find will help. Hmm. Um, one thing too this year, I don't know if you've had a chance to play with it, but we we made uh, apps for the iPad, iPhone, and Android, so the guys can download the images onto the, you know, onto an iPad and hmm. then take it out. It stores it on the on there, and you can take it out on the water uses the GPS in the phone or the iPad and will show your position on the charts. You can do navigation, get distance and bearings. It's a cool little tool that just goes along with the service. Hey, Grizz, it's time for you to get a telephone. I got a telephone, <laughs> and uh, I've got an Android, and I yeah. sure would like to have that set up. Yeah. Now, does that work like your website, Jeff? You just, or is it, uh, it's or is similar, it but it's it's simpler? it's designed to work on a phone, you know, so it's made to be easy, um, simple. No, it doesn't have all the functions, but it has some functions that you won't get on the website, you know, mm -hmm. because you can use that GPS to show your position. Well, that's got to be worth hundreds of dollars. What do you charge for it? We charge nothing for that. <laughs> we charge ninety-nine bucks a year for the subscription to the to the service, and then those are just additional tools to access it. Some people only use their computer at home. Some people use the, a phone, a tablet, and a computer, you know, whatever you want to do. Well, Jeff, all I got to say, for 99 bucks, even if you go out one time fishing a year, it's worth it to take that gas for Because when you go out there, you spend a lot of gas. I mean, it's not cheap doing what we do. And for 99 bucks, I mean, that's nothing. You would spend that much money in gasoline yeah, yeah. trying to find what you show right. on paper and in a computer. Hey, Grizz and Jeff, let's go ahead and wrap it up because we want to make sure we get the contact information out for Terrafin and maybe even for the Grizz. Uh, 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 Jeff, go ahead and give us, well, of course you can go to fishtalkradio.com and click on the weather, and then the, you can actually get a, a sample of it. Uh, right there. But what is the website? Uh, you can find all our info on terrafin.com. It's mm -hmm. P-E-R-R-A-F-I-N. Okay. Dot com, and that uh, has all yeah, our contacts. Well, Terra, you think of, I guess, as land or earth, is T-E-R-R-A is the way you spell it, and then F-I-N. F-I-N, okay. like fiend in Spanish. Fiend. Okay. 
Well, Jeff, we appreciate that, and I think we've got some people that are going to be getting in touch with you. Thanks for that great update, and you too, Grizz. So stay tuned, both of you guys, and of course, Grizz is at uh, asobonline.com, and you can go to fishtalkradio.com. Jeff, thanks for taking the time. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, buddy. Okay, you're listening Take to Fish care. Talk Radio. We'll be right back. West Marine is America's favorite boating supply source. They've got thousands of items to keep your boat looking good and running like new. West Marine has an incredible selection of apparel and footwear for all your adventures on land and sea. Boats, motors, screws, fittings, the latest electronics, fishing gear, apparel, and friendly, knowledgeable staff. With locations nationwide, West Marine has all you need for fun on the water. Call 1-800-BOATING or log on to westmarine.com to locate the store nearest you. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the White Sand Beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at Costa Baja Resort. The Santa Barbara Channel offers some of the most productive sport fishing in the world. Channel Island Sport Fishing offers the most boats to enjoy it. Call 805-383-1612. At Channel Island Sport Fishing, you pick the time and place you want to go. Nearshore halibut, calico bass and rockfish, or fish the Channel Islands for white sea bass and yellowtail. For whale watching and private charters, Channel Island Sport Fishing in Oxnard has clean, modern boats with professional, friendly crews. Make your reservations for a deep-sea adventure by calling 805-383-1612. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Wormer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Lake Kachuma is a California treasure. Bald eagles, deer, egrets, foxes, wild turkeys play on the banks and in the trees. Red ear, bluegill, bass, and catfish inhabit the waters. Rainbow trout are planted on a regular basis and easily caught from boat or shore. Lake Kachuma Boat Rentals is a key to a successful day on the lake. Call 805-688-4040 for information. Tackle, skiff, or pontoon boat rental. Call Craig at 688-4040. 20 minutes north of Santa Barbara. Kachuma Boat Rentals for a day to remember. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real fun adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real fun trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Bad deer fishing is better than a good day at work. Bad deer fishing just better than a good day at work. Welcome back. Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio with the Grizz, and we've been having such a great time. Grizz, that was a lot of good information. Yeah, it is. It's, uh, it sure is. And I'll tell you, the technology has changed so much, John, that uh, just 
it really makes things a lot. It takes some a lot of guesswork out. Making it easier? No, you still got to catch that fish. Yeah, well, that it sounds easy. Even if you know where it is, that that helps, but it doesn't do it. Uh, Grizz, what we're going to do right now? We're going to go up the coast from La Paz uh, a little ways, maybe a thousand miles or so, up to the uh, uh, central California. With we're talking to Casey. And uh, Casey works at Anasimento Lake San Antonio, and uh, just a great recreational lake. Casey, do we have you on the line? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, well, thanks for coming in. And let's talk a thanks, little thanks bit. Thanks for of, having me today. Well, gosh, we got so much stuff going on. <laughs> it's awesome. We were just uh, talking to uh, uh, Grizz, who's down on La Paz right now, and we'll be talking some more about you know, the type of fishing that he's doing. But let's talk a little bit about the area that you're in. You've got two great lakes. Nascimento is certainly one of the finest recreation lakes in California. It's big. It's fun. Uh, it's probably pretty warm there right now, isn't it? Oh, we're having great weather up here. We've had just weeks of 90-degree of temperatures. So, yeah, for, for boating and fishing alike, uh, yeah, we've had a, a lot of a lot of good weather. The fishing been uh been picking up the white bass. Actually, uh, so we, me and you went out and fished last last season. Uh, they're starting to pick up. Um, so yeah, things are good up here in Central California. It is good, and they're a lot of fun to catch. And there's there's quite a variety, and you can go up into just little different parts of the lake, the different inlets, and and uh, fish whatever you want. And then of course you want to be careful when you're crossing the main channel because there's also a lot of uh, fast moving boats with water skis skiers on them. But uh, that's what makes it all fun, because you can find whatever you're looking for there. Does that mean they're exactly. in bikinis? Well, Grizz, I was going to say <laughs> that, and I thought, John, just leave it alone. But now Grizz has to bring it up. Yes. Hey, hey, you can wear whatever you want when you're fishing out here at Lake Nelson at Lake San Antonio, you know? We, we, don't, we don't judge. Well, as long it's... As you got a pool in the water. Oh, <laughs> you're out. You're all out right. On the... Well, that sounds like fun. Okay. You can troll and troll. Exactly. Troll and suntan at the same time, you know. Yeah. So, but no, and then uh, over here at Lake San Antonio, we're we're waiting on our striper fishing to pick up. You know, we get we get striper fishing kind of happens at the end of the end of the summer here, so we're 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 getting there. Um, and and you you go out and you knock down twenty fish, averaging you know ten pounds, and it's it's a blast. Whoa. Well, now stripers they get to be pretty good size, and they're a lot of fun to catch. Yeah, and actually, we get some pretty good sizes. Like I said, you know, they average probably an eight to ten pounder when you catch them out here. Mm-hmm. But every every season, we'll bring in some twenty-five to thirty pounders. So, yeah, some big fish. Wow. Well, we're gonna have to go fishing again, Casey. Hey, uh, sign me up. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll tell you what. Maybe we go out fishing us a minute, and then we'll get you down to Baja. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. There you go. Yeah, we use 25-pound fish here for bait. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, hey, I'd like to see that. I'll I'll bring the bait. You know what? I think we're going to try and see if we can get Chucky on the line. But uh, Chucky out of uh, East Cape um, uh, won a bunch of money in a a tournament down there just last week. And I believe he used a Bonita, didn't he, for that? Or no, no, it was, it was one of them that they did, and those, you know, when they're trolling the big fish, and when Grizz says they use 25, 25 pound fish for bait, that's, uh, you know, might be a little on the large size, but it's, you know, but it is true. Hey, big big bait equals big fish, you I've, know. I've always thought that. Well, by the way, when you're when you're looking for stripers, uh, how do you do it? Do you do, you do a slow troll, or what do you do? You 
know, it kind of, it kind of depends on, on how the activity is. A slow troll is definitely a good way to find them, you know, try to get, try to get your line down. Um, but then, then they also, they boil up on the shad a lot of times. So actually a real popular thing out here is sight fishing. Guys come out with their binoculars and just keep an eye out for the boils and then wow. go chase the fish. Boy, that sounds like a lot of fun. You go out in the boat all day and fish all night and, and maybe you can, uh, you know, sleep while you're, while you're fishing. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, it sounds like a great way to spend a couple of days or a week. Uh, Casey, why don't you give us quick information on how to get in touch with you guys up there? Uh, probably best way is to check out our website, uh, com or com. From there, you can find all the info on our uh, our lodging, our camping, uh, you know, and, uh, and a lot of information about the boat with our, uh, with our phone number. Hey, you know what I'm going to do? Anybody that sends me an email with the correct spelling of Lake Nascimento, I'm going to send them a prize. There you Does go. Does that count what made it, for ask, me? Ask yeah. what it <laughs> no, it doesn't count for you. Oh, but, uh, okay. darn. Oh, wait a minute. No, Grizz, yeah, that would work for you because you're not local there. Okay. Anyway, Casey, we appreciate that. And if somebody is uh, wants to just give a call in, should we go ahead and give them? Well, the phone number is, uh, was it uh, at the office? Is it 805 area code? 805-472-2313. Okay. Thank you, Casey. We appreciate that great report. All right, we'll talk to you guys later. All right, you have a good one, buddy. Hey, Grizz. Ah. I got a friend of yours on the phone. Who? Chucky. Chucky, my hero. (laughs) Chucky, not, not, man, does he have the life or what? You know, not only does he get to live in East Cape and and, uh, hang out at the Palmas de Cortez, but he also gets to go fishing once in a while, and I understand you've had some pretty good luck lately, Chucky. Uh, Yes, um, we, we got... We got lucky again. You know, this year we got into uh, uh, some tuna fishing. We got a really nice 192-pounder, which took us uh, first place in the Bisbee. Oh, well, oh, yeah, the, the, the Bisbee, was it Bisbee Offshore? Is that what it was? In, out out yes. of East Cape? Yeah. Out of the East Cape. The East Cape Bisbee is out of the, um, yeah, the black and blue doesn't have tuna or Dorado. The, the, the offshore East Cape Bisbee right. does have. So. Okay, well, give us a, a little bit of an idea about... We know you caught a, a big tuna. Tell us how big and how you caught it. We uh, were on a school of uh, tuna, small football-sized uh, tuna, and uh, suddenly we saw an eating frenzy right, right in front of us. So the other big tuna started to come in, and um, the first thing we got, we got into a, grabbed a rod with a, with a bait rod and <laughs> threw it, and sure enough, you know, boom, a caballito wow. ate it and, and it was a four-hour fight. Wow, oh, man, that hurts. I, I know what that's like, Chucky. Well, part of the problem sounds like you were a little undergunned. Uh, what kind of setup did you have? What, what, what line test and what, what kind of a gear? We had 50-pound test. 50? And I had a 100-pound um, leader. leader. Yeah. And, uh, and it was a TLD 30. Right. Well, the so problem was, with... problem with it's like shooting a, a rhino with a twenty-two. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Grizz and I went out, I guess it was last year, wasn't it, Grizz, when we went out and got a 200-pound tuna on 50-pound We had a 240-pounder. And I do not recommend it. I mean, that, the, you know, big tuna have a tendency just to go down and not want to come up. And, you know, the... When you get one like that with 50-pound test, you just can't uh, gear it down and crank it up. With 50 pounds, you got to fight them until they get tired, and it takes a long time. 
Finally, you know how we tired it out? We turned off the turn off the engine. Yeah. And, and, and let us pull. Just pull let it pull you around. That's great. So I got tired. We brought, brought it up. We went back again. Brought it up. Went okay. back again. It was like maybe the eleventh time that we brought it up. Wow. Hey, now, Chucky, Chucky, you don't have to answer this if you don't want to. But when you uh, were follow, when allowing the uh, tuna to pull you around, did you put the rod in the rod holder and go down and have a beer? No. <laughs> I, 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 I never, I never, I never. I never let go. Okay. No. That's no, great. No, no, no. Okay. Well, no. real quickly, let's see, find out what else is going down at Palmas de Cortez. There's lots of striped marlin. There's uh, some selfish, selfish. Blue marlin, only one was caught, several released, not, not a big species sale, black. There were a few black caught. I, I heard they got, they, they got one the other day, which would have been the, the winner about two days ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, right? And, uh, some people from La Rivera on a ponga kind of, it seems to be like a 600-pounder black marlin that, I, that, that was caught uh, two, three days ago. Mm-hmm. And that could have been a winner, but, you know, there's big... The, big, the, the, the closer to August, the hotter the water, I think the bigger the fish will get. So oh, I think wow, yeah. Next year, next Chucky, year where do they be... catch them at? they catch them up north around the 88? No, 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 no. They were catching them uh, right there. Uh, the, the blue marlin, the black marlin was caught right there by the uh, Cabo Pulmo area. In that, in uh-huh. the same area we oh, really? Fishing. So they're, they're fishing south? It was just right. Uh, I think we were early, too early into the to the right. big fish season. Right. Well, what I would like to suggest, if anybody's out there listening right now, uh, first of all, East Cape has got to be, if not the, it's probably it's got to be one of the top ten uh, areas in the world for uh, big game sport fishing, and you know your chances of uh, hooking up to a lot of good fish are, are approaching a hundred percent. But right now, until probably around the middle of November, is really the best time. I like to go uh, in the beginning of November, which we're going to come down and see you then, because the fishing is still good, but it's cooling off a little bit. But if anybody wants to come down there, you've got a lot of rooms, but you don't have enough. So (laughs) (laughs) so it might be a good idea to get in touch with and see when you can get a slot in there. And you also can go to the uh, uh, Playa del Sol. Right, so yeah, of course we mm-hmm. have the two, two hotels right there and the Villas de Cortez mm-hmm. right next to us. So if you right. want to go higher end, we have the Villas also right there on the beach. There you go. And what we will do uh, is uh, let you go to uh, fishtalkradio.com right on the left-hand side, probably towards the bottom because it's a W, Van Warmer Resorts. Click on that, get all the information, get a phone number, and get a reservation. <clears throat> Not only is it the best fishing, I think it's probably value it's certainly number one in value. It, very, very inexpensive. So get on down there. Chucky, thank you for taking the time, and congratulations again. Thank you very much. Hey, Grizz. Uh, talk to you there, Chucky. <clears throat> talk to you later, Grizz. Thank Thanks, you. guys. Okay, well, Grizz, stay tuned. We're going to be back in just after a short break. We appreciate that. A lot of exciting stuff going on. Vagabundos Del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members 
tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. For more than a century, sport fishermen have led the charge for conservation. From trout to marlin, anglers have worked to protect our natural resources and establish successful programs that benefit fish and fishermen. Today, this legacy is at risk unless we step up and lead the fight for real-world conservation. That's what the Sport Fishing Conservancy is all about, doing what's best for fish and fishing and making sure anglers get the credit we deserve. Check out the Sport Fishing Conservancy and find out how you can help at sportcon.org. Tired of paying bills for a timeshare you never use? Why not get rid of those bills forever and make a pile of cash in the process? Save your cash. We're Timeshares Only, the largest timeshare resale marketplace in the world, and we can help you sell your timeshare for top cash. And to get you started, we're going to send you a free kit with the top 10 secrets to buying and selling timeshares. Plus, find out what your timeshare is worth. It's yours free and no obligation by calling timeshares only. If you're sick of paying for a timeshare you never use, why not eliminate the expensive maintenance bills and put more cash in your pocket every month? You benefit with our worldwide exposure in properties like Marriott and Hilton. You can sell your timeshare in as little as a few days. Call timeshares only now for your free kit and learn the top 10 secrets to selling your timeshare fast and for top dollar. What are you waiting for? Stop paying to maintain a timeshare you don't use. Get your free kit by calling 1-800-969-3594. That's 1-800-969-3594. 1-800-969-3594. West Marine covers Southern California with convenient locations for all your boating and fishing needs. The new Superstore on Shelter Island in San Diego, nearly a block in length, has West Marine's largest saltwater fishing selection on the West Coast. This is the world's largest marine store, located one block from Shelter Island Drive at 1250 Rosecrans. Not only stocked to the gills, the staff has selected fishing experts in what to buy, plus how and where to use it. For boating, fishing, and water sports, this is the ultimate. West Marine. Set on the magnificent Sea of Cortez, the Grand Heritage Resort and Spa at Marina Costa Baja is the first five-star resort in La Paz, Baja South. Overlooking a 250-slip marina and white sand beaches, enjoy two signature restaurants, a world-class destination for fishing or diving. Enjoy five-star elegance in the charming laid-back city of La Paz. Dock your boat and enjoy the marina village. Visit on the web at CostaBajaResort.com. Goldfish, musky, rainbow, brook trout, brown trout, steelhead, catfish, dogfish, wolffish, bullhead, halibut, Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have on the line with us Mark Lassane from Bass Angler Magazine, uh, also The Grizz from Adventures South of the Border, ASOB Online. Um, well, let's see what we're going to talk about. Well, first of all, Mark is editor of Bass Angler Magazine, so I suspect we might be talking a little bit about that. And then, of course, the Grizz, uh, well, he can talk about anything. So let's go ahead, Mark. Give us an idea, you know, a little bit of about what's going on. I talked to you earlier today, and you mentioned something about fr- uh, a tournament and something about and, frog you know, fishing. We talked about, yeah, we talked about frog fishing because there's a... You know, there's a frog tournament coming up this weekend. <laughs> okay, and, uh, Grizz, you know, what is Grizz? Grizz? And you were saying, we're going to catch frogs? Yeah, well, Grizz, have a frog tournament. Grizz, well, Grizz tell us about <laughs> catching that. Catching frogs yeah. is really a lot of fun. Yeah. But this tournament is all about catching bass on frogs. Okay. Of course, I'm, I'm sure you can catch them on live frogs, but we generally use rubber frogs. Um, so, and it's, uh, you know, for the most part, they're a little hollow body bait with a big wide hook in it, and you, you throw it, you throw the thing up on the back. 
just a ton of fun. So well, mm-hmm. if you've never tried it, it's something you really need to go out and uh, and give it a shot. Well, I, fishing. I, I think it's exciting. Now, Grizz, you know, I'm sure that he's he's cut, well, we don't want to get started on that. He's cut all kinds of bass from all over the world. But the neat thing about throwing those plastic frogs is that they, they have pretty good weight to them, so they're easy to throw. And kind of describe the technique on, on how you do that. Well, the, what, here's the, let me explain the equipment first. So you're going to throw usually uh, a seven-foot rod, pretty stout. You're going to use a bait casting reel, and you're going to spool it with uh, 60 to 80-pound braided line. You hmm. need that braided line. You need something really stout to be able to get them out of the junk because, hmm. because you're fishing a frog in really thick, heavy cover. So, and then a frog we're going to be using, there's a, there's a bunch of different frogs on the market. River to Sea makes some great ones, so does Snag Proof. Um, and it's a, like a rubber, hollow body. So imagine it's a, a hollow body rubber frog, and it has two hooks on it. And these hooks are uh, right alongside of the frog, where it's basically snag, snagless. And the way you throw, the way you fish this is you, you throw it out, and you usually throw it out on top of junk or a weed mat, and you're going to twitch it. Uh, ever so slightly, you're going to just move it along, oh, maybe, you know, an inch to two inches at a time. You're kind of kind of like a little frog kind of jumping along the, the top of a, a weed patch or a moss patch or, you know, a bunch of algae or, you know, in a tree or anything with a lot of cover. And you're moving it along, and, and what happens is the bass will kind of key in uh, underneath, and sometimes you get really excited because the bass will get up under under this moss, and they'll make a wake kind of like a great white going after a surfer okay. and, uh, and they'll come up they'll come up and they'll just explode out of the mat and you know you usually miss about half of them that hit and even when you hook one you only get about half of those in but it, it's just it, it's incredible to do it's a really exhilarating way to fish sounds like a lot of fun and it sounds like sometimes you'd want to like scream or jerk it out of their mouth when you see them coming up under the weeds like that, no? Oh, that, you know, that happens more often than not, especially the rookies out there. You know, the first time frog fishing, the fish will come blowing up and, and they jerk the rod and the frog goes one way and the bass goes the other. <laughs> hey, you know, <laughs> you know what also is a, is a lot of fun? You know, while you're doing this, there's times when those big giant bullfrogs come out. And I'm going to tell you, there is nothing like catching a big bullfrog. Generally, generally, you don't catch them, but they'll get up behind that frog, and you'll see them, and they'll kind of hop, and they're about a foot long, and they'll hop up on the frog, and then you kind of move it real slow, and they get up behind, and then they eat that. I'll eat the frog, and you jerk it, and you know, you usually almost always miss them. But, but that is a lot of fun. It's kind of like kind of like hunting versus fishing, but another <laughs> way. I used that, to do uh, that with a fly rod in Michigan. See those giant bullfrogs sitting up there, and take a ten foot oh, yeah, fly, fly sure. rod and mm-hmm. wave a little fly in mm-hmm. front of them, and they jump out of the water and grab it, or jump off the bank and grab it. And then I take oh, their yeah. legs home and eat them. Okay, there you go. <laughs> hey, uh, Grizz, that's that's an interesting visual. But don't they usually stick their tongue out to grab the fly? They jump in their tongue. They don't go stick it way out long. Oh, I thought they did. No. Okay. No, no, you're thinking of Africa and National Geographic. Oh, you know, that's what it here, was, yeah. Okay. They open up their mouth and they eat it. Yeah. They, I used to have a Goliath frog that ate mice, and he never stuck his tongue out. He just grabbed it and swallowed it. Wow. Uh, just uh, off the subject a little bit there, Mark, but I'm just curious. You know, you know, when Grizz first started fishing, <clears throat> you know, he'd steal one of his mother's uh, safety pins, 
and uh, get some thread and a bamboo pole, and he'd bend the uh, uh, the safety pin into the shape of a hook, and then uh, go catch some crickets, put that on, and go catch fish. So, you know, you're full of it, John. <laughs> anyway, I'm just wondering. You're not supposed if, to tell this story. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, Mark, I'm wondering if you could actually catch a live frog and use it for bait. You know, I haven't done it, but I would think if, if small frogs are small enough, you mm-hmm. get one, you know, that's probably three or four inches or, or less, I think it would work great for bait. Hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, well, well, you know, God I can imagine that would be a lot of fun. But down in Mississippi one time I was dove hunting, and there was this old man sitting on the, on the side of a pond. And I kept hearing these little things quacking. And what he did, he had a little harness, and he would tie a treble hook on these ducks. And he would throw those ducks out and throw rocks at them and make them swim around. <laughs> and when they got tired, he would pull it in and put it on a new duck and let it go out. Little duckies. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it was awful. I cried. Uh, we don't. We, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a little duck like, quack, 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 swimming around with his big treble hook on. And I went over to him and I said, does that really work? He said, I caught my biggest bass that way. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, Mark, give us a quick idea what else is happening besides frogs. You know, well, this weekend I'm going to, you know, I'm a bass guy, kind of a diehard bass guy, but, you know, once in a while we like to get out in the salt and uh, really get something that pulls hard, and and the salmon are biting out here in San Francisco Bay pretty well, so we're going to go out out and get some salmon uh, this weekend, and then I'm hoping in a couple of weeks if we get the, you know, the right water patterns, that that warm water moves in close and uh, albacore tuna come in, which is just a blast. Right now they're out about 70 miles, which is, you know, a lot of gas in a boat. So we're hoping they, they come in, you know, 20 or 30 miles closer where we can go out and, and get to them. So that should be happening in a couple of weeks here. You know, I'm sure the halibut and striper are still biting, but the salmon are really a lot of fun. There are some pretty big ones out there right now. Yeah, you're, you're in the area just right north of San Francisco, Bodega Bay, and that area is a great salmon. And apparently you guys are having a great year this year. Yeah, yeah, it's been a good it's been a good year. You know, I mean, we're really blessed around this area. You know, I mean, we have the California Delta. We got great bass and crappie and bluegill and stripers, catfish, and then you know you move out in the bay and you got halibut, stripers, you know, rockfish, uh, you know, big sharks, uh, uh, you know, and then we got tuna pretty close. It's you know we're really blessed to have such a great. a great fishery this close. Well, Mark, if somebody wants to get in touch with you and find out about Bass Angler Magazine, you have a quick idea how to do that. I do uh, Bass Mag A S S M A G dot com. So we have a great magazine. You know, if you're interested in learning more about bass fishing, you know, you need to get on and check us out. Uh, go around the website. You can subscribe there. You can check out a few of the articles we have and. Uh, and uh, hope to hear from you soon. Okay, thank you, Mark. <clears throat> hey, Grizz. Yeah. Um, that was that was kind of fun. Uh, yeah, the story about the safety pin. Maybe I made that up, but you I can did, I can I can I hate you for I can it, I can picture you doing that though. No, <laughs> I don't do things like that. Well, when you were ten. Anyway, when I was ten. I was still had more education than that. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Grizz, this time we really do. You have, hurt my feelings, John. Uh, that's. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. Anyway. I don't believe that a minute. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, Grizz, um, I know we're cutting you short again, but we got a, uh, probably a little over a minute, and I still want to hear um, how to catch those monster roosters. Can you do that in, in about a minute? No. Okay, we'll save it. Yes, you will. Okay. 
Well, a minute and a half. No, but that's, uh, I, th- I think that's, that would be too much because I want to learn all about it. And, you know, we can, it's, it's something that Grizzly will be doing for the next couple of months. So we're going to, we're going to get him and we'll spend a whole segment on how to find those things. But just real quickly about roosters, they do tend to stay inshore. And what I said earlier about there's most people have never caught one. I've, you know, I've caught some, but you know, the area that you fish, uh, across from La Paz seems to be one of the best places anywhere that I know of. Yeah, well, anywhere down the East Cape, uh, Los Bariles, uh you know, over Punta Arena, over to the islands. I mean, you've got to know right where they are. They're just not everywhere. They mm-hmm. have a special place because they like eating special fish. Mm-hmm. Their favorite is the ladyfish. Mm-hmm. So uh, where you find a ladyfish, you'll generally find them. Yeah. Well, ladyfish are a lot of fun to catch. They're considered trash fish because they're kind of ugly looking and nobody catches them, you know, to keep. But uh, they sure do make, uh, they also make good bait for the big groupers too, don't they? Yeah, but I would never call them a trash fish. I think you're going way out out of line calling them because down in Florida and the places they fly fish for them, they jump. Yeah. Actually, in Mexico, they call them a tarpon because a little tarpon because they jump, they put on a show. Mm-hmm. They have that yellow tail. They have those big eyes. That's why they're called the ladyfish. They're pretty. Oh, okay. so I wouldn't uh, be calling them trash fish, okay. John. They're nice guys. They're and nice I like guys. To okay. catch them. <laughs> all right, they're all nice. And uh, Mark, we're going to get you one there and see if you get that bass right out and see if you can get one of those uh, uh, big roosters. I you know, and I don't think that's a problem. I can catch some big tuna on a swim bait and a bass rod, there you so go. I can get them big roosters on that deal too. There you go. Well, I think we're about out of time, but uh, Grizz, don't they, the roosters usually are pretty close inshore? But we'll talk about that at another time. Uh, Mark, that was a great report, very interesting, and somewhat entertaining. <clears throat> but <laughs> that was you great. Need, you need to go out and try frogging. You there know, you go. We got to go. Got to go frog fishing. Another okay. way is a. Okay. Poles, All right. Line, well, we're gonna. Looks like. Look, looks like they're kicking us out. Orange or orange or yellow yarn. And okay. Man, you could just have a field day. Thank you. Okay, you're listening to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio with the Grizz and Mark Lassane, and we appreciate you tuning in. The new Hooks Landing in the Channel Islands Harbor is the closest way to reach the Santa Barbara Channel Islands with clean, modern boats that you may know. The Coralama and the new Bluefin are known to catch fish in comfort. The Santa Barbara Channel Islands are the focal point of warm and cool water currents, resulting in year-round world-class fishing. With structure and kelp, the fishing is always great. When the water warms up, exotics and topwater fish are in abundance. Day trips and overnight trips will put you on the fish. Proven boats and skippers are at hookslanding.net. Hooks Landing has more than open party boats. Get your live bait, fish from the private pier, rent a bike, or take a harbor cruise in an electric-powered boat. Hooks Landing in the Oxnard Channel Islands Harbor is a vacation just minutes away. Don't be confused. Go to hookslanding.net. You deserve the best. Go to hookslanding.net. Vagabundos Del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members 
tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. The Santa Barbara Channel offers some of the most productive sport fishing in the world. Channel Island Sport Fishing offers the most boats to enjoy it. Call 805-383-1612. At Channel Island Sport Fishing, you pick the time and place you want to go. Nearshore halibut, calico bass and rockfish, or fish the Channel Islands for white sea bass and yellowtail. For whale watching and private charters, Channel Island Sport Fishing in Oxnard has clean, modern boats with professional, friendly crews. Make your reservations for a deep-sea adventure by calling 805-383-1612. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Well, welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. You know, one thing we didn't do on this show, which I think is very important for all of you that are out there listening to it to hear about, we didn't give a fish report. And by golly, I know a lot of you want to know what's happening down here, and I'm just the man to tell you. Let's start up at Mag Bay. Mag Bay is awesome right now. We got groupers, uh, we got broomtail groupers, we got leopard groupers, all back in the estuaries, big guys up to 50 pounds. And really, on the swim baits, are just tearing up. And a small yellowtail, there are a few being caught right at the mouth going out of Mag Bay. There. Then over to Loretto. Loretto is a surprise for you all. It's happening. There are even sailfish, small marlin, and a lot of dorados over there. It's incredible. All the fishermen are coming back with mixed bags and are happy. La Paz, thank God, it finally came here. There's fish. The winds calmed down. The water temperature's up to 85. Everything is happening over here. You can catch everything right now. It's all happening. East Cape. East Cape and a little bit farther east case in Punta Arena, the roosters, giant roosters. We caught four over 80 pounds last week. Great fishing. Then we go down to East Cape, everything there. It's just a great time to be fishing if you can stand the heat. Cabo, yesterday, I personally seen 20 eight striped marlin and landed four had some real rookies didn't know how to fish very good but anyway we got four into the boat and released over on the other side you're not going to believe this, but big tuner over in San Jose, the Cabo, they're back where they should be in the Gorda Banks, and we're catching a lot of them. 
Uh, average, 120 pounds. Big, 225. A lot bigger than I like to mess with because you know what? I get tired. And especially sitting in 115-degree sun out there, pumping on a tuna, no thanks. I give it up. I'd rather do something else, like a marlin or a sailfish, anything. Tuna, no. I don't like you, Charlie Tuna. Anyway, that's what's happening down here in Baja, California, and it is fantastic. If you like the hot weather, it's the time to be here. If you like fishing, also. That's what we got going here. So if you want to know more, just go to asobonline.com or go over to Fish Talk Radio. We can help you, and we can find something for any of you, no matter what your budget is. That's what I've got to say. <laughs> okay, Grizz. I, I told you I would be quiet, but it sounds like it sounds like you're done. And we got uh, a, bit, a little bit less than a minute left, I think, right now. That was a great report, Chris. You should go into radio. Uh, I thought about it, but I'm you know there's people that are ugly that go into radio, <laughs> and then there's good-looking ones like me that go into TV. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, just uh, real quick, you're talking about those big tuna and big marlin. You get a 200-pound tuna and a 200-pound marlin. The difference is the marlin come on top, and they're you know you can get them the in the boat. The difference is three stuff. hours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let's uh, like like you said, you know they're fun, but I just soon. Uh, no, uh, they're hand, not hand, fun, John. I just soon hand off the rod. Well, they're fun to watch somebody else do it. No, they're not, John, because I don't like people to see them sweat and cry and say everything hurts. <laughs> and they say, take the pole, take the pole. Yeah, go, that's right. Go, Sorry, it's your fish, buddy. doesn't count yeah, if I do right. it. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Grizz, that was a lot of fun. Also on your website, you can go to uh, Fish Talk Radio. Grizz, we appreciate you helping out today, and we'll be talking to you real soon. This is Fish Talk Radio, and we appreciate you tuning in with John Hannigan and the Grizz. That's right.